Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, Dwight. I'm Alexis. And welcome, welcome, welcome. After a good old two-week hiatus. Three week, three week. If it was three, I thought it was two. It was three. Welcome back from my hiatus month of June. But and we had things to do, so you mind your business and don't judge us. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome to episode 26. Whoop, whoop. It is the podcast now officially the same age as me. Yeah, boy, yes. I'm forgetting I am 26. your 26. I keep yes. saying it's 25. It's like, who? It's amazing. It's an amazing thing. Alrighty, so um, folks, um, the past two, three weeks, um, I know for myself, it's mainly been on me because I was doing, yeah. um, I work, <laughs> I work with a nonprofit organization. Ooh, do I better than us? <laughs> um, I was the director of programs um, for my state seminar for a nonprofit organization called Hobie. And I also volunteered at an out-of-state one, Central Pennsylvania's, um, for the past two weeks. The week before that, it was a lot of prep work, a yeah. super bunch load of prep work. So that's why I wasn't able to do the podcast for the past three weeks. But we're back. I'm happy. Me too. Lex happy, as she just said, me too. So let's just go ahead and jump right into it then. Let's dive in. All right. So whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> First, I just wanted to start off with current events. Um, I want to, I want, I want to just get this out there right away. I was, I seen a post. I came across a Facebook post, and it said Issa Rae is a fool. Issa Rae was cast as Spider Woman, and I cannot tell you how excited, how enthralled, if I'm using that word correctly, I was about hearing about this and. It was so excited. I didn't even think, oh, a black lady's gonna be Spider-Man. That's awesome. I thought, ooh, Issa Rae gonna be Spider-Woman. That you know how how I just visualized Issa Rae, fine ass, and a Spanx outfit. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I need that immediately. And I was like, how is this not big news? How is this not you know on the Marvel page and you know out there? And then I looked the shit up, and I was so fucking flabbergasted to find out she is indeed cast as Spider-Woman, but vo the voice of Jessica Drew, aka Spider-Woman, in the sequel of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, sigh. Um, I'm so disappointed. I was like, yeah, I'm happy. I'm still happy that she has a voice acting role in a very awesome series. Like, cause you know, I have a poster of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse in my room. I really love that animated uh, movie. It was definitely perfection. It was amazing. Can't wait to see what they do with sequels to come. But damn it, if my first expectations did, didn't get me riled up, bro. This is very disappointing. Yeah. Super disappointing. Well, I was about to say, I'm, I'm surprised you're not saying anything about this. I know you're an avid Issa Rae fan. Um, I'm not, well, one, because I knew from Jump that's what it was. I knew it was animated. Uh, um, so, yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, I think, I don't know how she would have done if it was live action anyway, just because <clears throat> she's more of a comedian. It's okay. And usually the Marvel slash superhero type movies are more serious. And I don't know how she is as a serious actress. Mm. So that's why, you know, I feel like animated allows more room to be goofy. Right. Yeah. Most definitely. 100% I agree. I concur. Man, she's a little old. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I was like. It's Spider-Woman. 
Yeah, but like I said before, I was like, woman in Hollywood means 22. But there is no <laughs> Spider Girl. It's like, that's Spider Gwen. So, Spider-Woman, I would expect a 30-something-year-old woman, just like She-Hulk. Um, they're going to come out, they've already announced She-Hulk, um, a, a Disney Plus series for her that should be coming out maybe 2023, 2022, I'm not sure which year. But She-Hulk is going to be in her 30s, or at least in the comics, and in pretty much everything she's in, she's in her late 20s, early 30s, mid-30s even, maybe, because she's a lawyer and everything. Right. I mean, they'll probably still cast like some of the younger. Though. They better fucking not. They better cast a thirty. Some uh, she, if She Hulk isn't in her fucking thirties, I'd be very cast disappointed. Like a 24, 25 year old who gives off a mature vibe. Oh, okay. well, that's what they're gonna cast. Yeah, that would be disappointing. I must say, like, I don't see how you shouldn't count anybody out. RDJ was, I think, in his late thirties, early forties. Don't even try it. Oh, okay. I didn't know we, we were making this about, about uh, it's not. gender. Well, first of all, everything is because men have made it that way. And second of all, yeah, men don't Charlie's, really have to be young and hot. They're Charlie's considered outdoors. Charlie's Theron is hot and older and still yeah, gets great roles. Yeah, but how long has she been acting? Actually, you know what? I haven't actually started hearing about her until like... Like maybe a decade ago, and that's amazing. Yeah, I don't really it's know probably much about shorter her. than that. Yeah, I don't know much about Charlie. I, I would imagine she's she just been acting on. for a while. But a lot and of these cats also is very good looking and youthful looking. So Charlie, Charlie's now she is not youthful looking. She yes, yeah, she still looks great, but she does not. I will take my word for it. She does not look youthful. But it's because she has the mature look going, which is nothing wrong with that. Right. A lot I mean, of things right about it, it's actually. the character. It's like a lot of the time, people want youth. They want sexy. For She-Hulk, I'm expecting a, an early to mid-30s-year-old lawyer woman. Because, like, she is also the cousin of Bruce Banner. And fucking Mark Ruffalo is, I think, pushing 50. I love Mark Ruffalo. I'm pretty sure Mark Ruffalo is in his 40s if he's not 50 yet. So, yeah. Like, if that's his cousin, I expect someone close in age, so I expect, or, you know, not too far. So I, that's why I'm like, I'm expecting early to mid, even late 30s. Like, mm. I would expect something like that. Don't bullshit me on this one. <laughs> Don't bullshit me on this one, Marvel. Try to create a whole new She-Hulk. Like, oh, it's actually not Bruce Banner's cousin. It's a whole, whole new person. Dude, she's still a lawyer. Different but Different universe, actually. Exactly. She's actually a 21-year-old, um, pre-legal. She doesn't wear bras. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they're called pre-legals, I believe. Or paralegals. Paralegal. Yeah. She's a 20-year-old paralegal. She's just getting her start at her first. She's trying to figure it out. Man, that, bro. Don't fucking and do that. And maybe a little gay. Don't fucking do that. We need adults. <laughs> Do we? Man, they said maybe, maybe a little Do gay. We? Yeah, they need fucking adults too, man. Because like they have I'll a lot you, of young I people coming I, I feel like She-Hulk is like a little bisexual or something. Gotcha. Just because hulking out is a masculine thing to do. <laughs> I just feel like, oh, she's like a little. Listen, I'm not even actually sure about all of that in the comic books, but you know, it's whatever. I mean, like storylines damn it <laughs> that's what the people that's want a Marvel, that's exactly a in the writing room we need this <laughs> another current event going on right now actually it's not even a current event really i should have just left this for hot topics which actually i am <laughs> we're gonna just jump right into hot topics so as you may or may not remember it's been three weeks so i want i want to fault you for not remembering hot topics is when i just basically 
We go through the Twitter feed, just check and see what's hot right now, what's been trending for the past week, most likely. Um, so yeah, and then like I just ask Lex here how she feel about them, the ones I'm interested in anyway. Um, so I know one that I've already had written down is um, apparently at HBO Max, uh, there was an intern, an intern, uh, what's his face, accidentally sent out a test email to a portion of video streaming platforms uh, of the video streaming platforms mailing list. So a good chunk of HBO Max subscribers got this email. It was literally, it's not a big deal. It just, um, it just said like test, test integration email or something like that. It's not like he sent the or she sent a nudie pic and accidentally sent it to half the people who subscribed to HBO Max. It wasn't that serious. But, um, you know, it's just that's just why it was trending because, you know, a lot of people were putting, hey, what's this about the hashtag HBO Max? What? But the only part about this that's really got it trending was that Monala, Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> Monala. Monala. Mon, Monica Lewinsky actually showed her support for the uh, intern at HBO by just tweeting out, it gets better. And what? for anybody who doesn't remember, totally remember the name of the woman. <laughs> Even if you don't know exactly allegedly, why she's popular, you know the name. Exactly. Monica Lewinsky, for shorter terms, is the woman who allegedly gave fellatio to President Bill Clinton in the White House oh so many decades ago. If you don't know it, please look it up. It's it's truly <laughs> fascinating. Um, I'm not sure if this was yesterday or today. Oh, so how do you how do you feel well, about I'm, Monica I'm, I'm kind of confused <laughs> as to why she inserted her situation into something that was so harmless. It's exactly. like, I almost feel like it was just an attention grab. Well, because she was an intern at the White House. Yeah, but so what she did, really sucking the president's <laughs> dick, is completely different than accidentally sending out a harmless email, just a test email. So hey. like, I feel like I wouldn't want her support on this one. Right. Because like you're making it about something that is completely not. Like, my titties weren't out. I didn't get knitted <laughs> on. <laughs> Not that at all. Hey, you know, man, it gets better. <laughs> no, not in this situation. Not in your situation. <laughs> Alrighty, so apparently today, or yesterday, yes, today, apparently today, according to Twitter, it's National Selfie Day. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus, I'm done. Why is that a day? Because why not? Of course, all the, all the celebrities jump on it. We got old three old men who are trying to promote their show <laughs> in britain we got bts we got paris hilton and britney spears's um selfie from 11 years ago today there's some um, just you know retweeted that out and then of course just all the networks all the shows blah diddy, blah even spice girls for some fucking reason like you think you think that needs its own day no i mean everything, everything needs a day. day selfie day like people no, take no, this is national every selfie day. day. Like, I don't think you understand. Selfie days are like things where you're supposed to celebrate something. Like I get like having a sibling day. Or it's like you go out and you appreciate your sibling. Father's Day, you go out and appreciate your father. How do I appreciate a selfie? It's easy. Just <laughs> You just take one. Uh, this is cool. Uh, Green Goblin is trending right now because there's a guy who is <laughs> flying around New York. Um, I believe this was last night. Um, or like one of these drone things that like hover, like one of those drone things basically that hover. Um, 
very advanced piece of equipment. Now that I'm, I'm looking at the video, it may be like, I'm not sure if it's a movie shoot. It's obviously something that's sanctioned because you can't just go flying around the streets of New York on a drone. Okay. You can't. It's, I'm pretty sure it's something in the law against that. Cops, Only if you get caught. Cops catch that nigga. Oh, heartbeat. I have something real quick. Oh, that's perfect. Um, did you see uh, Jada Pickett Smith <laughs> posted one of Tupac's poems? for his birthday and everybody was like will smith going out bad again this year oh my god <laughs> she needs to fucking stop because like they clearly had some type clearly. of love for each other clearly. and it's like people were basically like you know will can't win even though this man's been dead for 20 plus years and it's like you just surely just stay embarrassing him <laughs> after after um mr august I feel like Shawty should respect her husband's reputation. Yeah. I feel like both of their reputations right now are just, you know, being judged from her for doing what she did and Will for letting it happen, I guess. I'm right. like, I'm assuming that's where people judge his part based on it. And, and just that meme, obviously. Um, which is crazy because like when I when I watched it, when you were watching it, and I was watching it with you, we he were clearly weren't. He clearly wasn't crying. Will said that he has like constant like dry eye. I was about to say that was not, exactly that's not. Or him I about guess to constant cry. moist eyes rather. No, no, no. It it was very it was a dry eye situation. Well, first of all, it's always obviously some liquid in your eye, but when it's dry, that's why it was so fucking red. Right. That's but why he I was said, so I can't remember what he said. It was either dry or wet. Something it's so thing fucking he crazy. has going on. But yeah, it looked like he, he looked it sad. Looked, either way, honestly, he looked a little defeated. I'm not going to lie. As you, as you have to, because now it's not even that he was mad or... Maybe he was a little mad, maybe a little sad at the same time. I mean, it's um, obviously like, an uncomfortable situation. It's a very uncomfortable situation. And, like, oh, clearly you can't smile at this. There is no part about this you can smile at, about what they right. went through. Right. It's, there's no part to smile at, especially when the world knows. Right. At that point, you, you, you make a Will Smith face, you make a Will Smith meme face, or you fucking pull out the baseball bat and put on a yellow dress and start rocking around the street <laughs> fucking hitting, hitting random objects with the bat. It was also it was funny because around that time uh, <laughs> it was funny because like Will just kept taking hits because for whatever reason Jaden posted something about <laughs> uh, Tyler the Creator being his real father and then um, Willow wrote like an open letter to Tupac talking about like I just feel like we would have had this connection. I never, Back never then or now? Back then. So it just went like her, his oh whole family God. was against this man. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and people were just like, man, his family don't appreciate him whatsoever. <laughs> And then you know he's on like this fitness journey now. Yeah, yeah. And people were like, yeah. "This is why uh, Jada be cheating," because <laughs> he'd just be like, because he's online <laughs> showing his dad by just being real goofy. <laughs> like, this is why. That's fucked up. This is up. why Jada be cheating. That's fucked up. <laughs> but how would you feel like if your girl just is every year just reminiscing about her ex dad? See now, like Hotel, you can't do that now that's what that's exactly what i was saying like you you gotta you went through this situation this whole 
public worldwide I mean, situation. That's what it really is. It's because like people are already clowning you already, <laughs> and you're adding fuel to the fire by now, reminiscing about your old flame. And that nigga birthday come around every year. Shut the fuck up about it. But, uh, shut the fuck up about it this year. Like, oh, Just wrote, this he year. He wrote me and only me this romantic poem. Let me share it with all you like, guys. Like fucking do that shit. As I tell the you how year. wonderful and erotic our friendship was. That money, she shared that shit and already. I'm pretty sure this is not her first time sharing it. No, that poem was the first time she shared. She oh shared, my God. She shared don't. poems Just from him before. Don't, oh my God. Stop it then. Yeah. This is not the year to do so. Yeah. No year after what happened is the year to do so. Like, Just I definitely, yeah, I feel like it's only because of the situation they're in. Because I definitely right. feel like, you know, as somebody who's lost people, it's lost, like, a friend. Um, I feel like you should be in a space where you're able to talk freely about them and reminisce about them without it being, right. like, you know, your boyfriend and your girlfriend getting jealous. But at the same time, there has to be, like, a balance where it's, you're not, like, always talking about them or you're over-romanticizing. Because, like, are you with me by default? Yeah, I'm going to say, yeah. <laughs> because he died? Are you with me because you always planned on being with me? I'm going let me, let me dial it back here because I'm just, like, I love Will Smith. And I've always loved Will Smith. Yeah. And I've never had a reason not to love Will Smith. And after I heard about it, I just felt... And, like, I'm mad because he's not mad. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's got, like... And I'm like, wow. I was like, he's a, he's such a great guy. And I wish he wasn't the way he was. Because the, the way he was um, grew up, I, of course, if you go to his old interviews or even freaking recent ones, like, his main thing is family mm-hmm. and his relation and his relationship with God, I believe in. Um, or, or I don't, actually, I'm not 100% sure about that. I would draw that second one. But I know for sure the first one, his priority, his one number one priority has always been family. And it yeah. always has been since he started the business, before he started the business, till now. It's always been family. And it, um, it's been his driving force and his main goal and priority in life. So... I remember I heard an interview he had where he was saying when he got his first divorce, he fought that shit tooth and nail. And he, because it was like, it was like, no, we're going to work it out. Like, I don't want a divorce, even though his, his first wife wanted the divorce really bad. And then as soon as like it was official, it was final, he literally hit up Jada as soon as, like, as soon as he left the building right. and said, hey, are you seeing anybody? And she's like, no. Nah. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, now. And so, and like, I feel like he's even though family is duh and very important obviously it's very clear I feel like he's in a space where it's like alright well it's all family all the time I don't care what happens I don't give a fuck if you murder me it's family all the way all the time I feel like he's that super crazy about it and I feel like it's uh, I don't know. What am I trying to say? Because I don't think he's unhealthily attached to his family. I feel like you're basically saying that you don't like that he stayed with Jada. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I don't know if there was... You know what? Because I don't know them, it's hard to say. But yes, in my opinion, I feel like he may not have thought this through enough. I feel like they did, though. Because that's like the thing about... Even when we watched like, the Red Table talk, he was like, you know, there was a point in time where I was done with your ass like I didn't <laughs> want to be with you anymore I feel like what's not really being talked about is whatever effort Jada must have had to put in 
to earn that trust back and get the family unit back together. Because I, I don't really take Will for the type of guy who's just gonna go for shit and let her do what she do and come back. Like, I I feel like, you know, look at these are rich people. It's like, there was definitely therapy involved. Like, there was, I feel like there was a process to get to the point where they are now. Right. But I also, because I'm, I'm very much like Will, where it's like, if we're married, like sickness and health it's a vow that i take very seriously you don't just right. get divorced just because oh somebody was doing a little sneaky freaky okay we like, got 50 years in this bitch <laughs> i'm trying to think because like i feel like because it's like i don't because people were saying she doesn't look like she's sneaky she like, does people were saying like they had an open relationship for the longest anyway and people are also saying that will was with it was one of them white women look alike uh, Margaret, Margaret Robbie. Yeah. Are you Margaret. sure? Are you, did you actually hear that? Or are you assuming that because they were in a bunch of movies together? A good amount of movies No, together. people have been saying that. That's I'm because they've been in I don't even know who any movies they did Man, together. They did like three or four together. I know they're in Look, Suicide Squad together. I don't know they about did none Focus of that. together. Besides those two, I'm not sure. But I think one more they did together. And I was like, people looking into it a little too much. It's like, oh, they're doing it. Just like, like when I was they like, was looking into Jake Tessa and Jada Thompson. in August. Tessa, <laughs> and they were fucking. Because Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth have done multiple projects together. They did Thor 3 together. They did um, um, Men in Black uh, International together. And I, they did a third one. I can't remember what's the third one. But they did three projects together. Separate from, you know, not owned by the same parent company or anything. Um, well, maybe, but there was, wasn't all under Marvel. Like I said, I don't think it was based off of them doing projects together. I think it was based off of them being photographed together outside of shooting, just hanging out. I was gonna say, well, that makes sense because at a certain off. point, if you're doing a, a few projects together, you become friends at that point. Sure, maybe. Do I, friends, wink. No, I believe that. <laughs> I, I do. I do. I, I definitely believe that. I don't. I do. Nah. I definitely believe that. I believe they were that. fucking, and it's fine. And I feel like that's another reason why Will was so cool about it. It's like, hey, you know, we both been out here, and maybe we just need to come back I and chill out with all that. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know. I don't even know why why I feel so heavily about, like, oh, yeah, Jada's definitely fucking multiple people. Like, it's like, I could just see it in her face. Like, she's definitely fucking. Mm, I, I mean, I feel like husband. Jada is, like, always been a really, like, free-spirited woman. And I, I think feel that's like, where it comes I feel from. like that's where you're gonna have vibe right. from because she's very open and she's very kind of new age. Like, oh, you know, whatever it comes she's very in, sexual. It she's very, you know, sensual. sensual. Yeah, sensual. not even sexual. She's a sensual, open, free spirited woman, and you can tell like that's something she's passed off to Willow. Definitely, it's like Willow and Jada. Hmm? I said Willow and Jada. And I guess. What did I say? Oh hell yeah. The way, the way it's free spirit is that motherfucker being? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, sure definitely. I mean, sure. I, I guess I was more thinking about the, the woman part. The reality <laughs> of it, which is why I said, I guess. I was like, I don't know. How I sensual, have no idea how about, sensual about uh, Jaden is. I was about to say, is she sensual in her music? Willow? I, I think mean, her music is very sensual, and I feel like it's. Not her new rock style. No, even that. I feel like yeah. it's very, like, emotional, open heart type of music. Yeah, that's what I assumed it was. Because, you know, Jada part. also had. Uh, Rock band. Mm, yes, and I, I do. Like, I remember seeing those videos. Cute, that shit was funny. That she just takes out her mom Will, so much. The nigga Will was, I, was, I remember seeing the video where I, when I first found out Jada was doing it, I was like, what the fuck? And like, they showed Will and like the cut and he's just like, obviously not into rock or this type anyway. Cause I think she was, she wasn't doing just rock. I think it was like a metal yeah, metal I think it was metal. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not gonna lie, that is hard to get into for, especially for a black man from Philly, I'm assuming. Like shit. 
I was like, oh, dude, nigga, I'm looking for hip hop, something to groove to. But like, he was right there supporting. Just the wonderful type of husband that Will is. And it's like, I'm going to support. I don't get it at all, but exactly. I'm going to be here. I'm going to stick beside her. That takes a strong person. I was like, because like, if you were doing like classical music, like if you, nah, that's a lie. If you was playing like the harp or some shit, I'd be like, I'm going to say, babe, you would go. I'm like, you're kind of the type of person that would support me and go to like any like event that I had. Because you know, like, I'm I would always do it for you. Super boring. I'm trying, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of something super I, I boring. I think you wouldn't be there to consume my content more so just to see me win. Like I feel like right. I feel like you just and proud that's what of it was, which is why. And that's how it is. Like well. oh, right. my girl did it. Like she's doing a concert or she's right. doing whatever she's doing. And I feel like you just be there. But say most like me right. watching you do Hobie all weekend. <laughs> well, you were stuck in the room with me. I that's was stuck. I could have left. Your work. Uh, it's trash. Remember when you begged me to stay home with you oh, <laughs> during Hobie? Shit was trash, bro. Yeah, I could have went out to the living room. I could have left out the house. I just did not do it. Well, you. well, you're making it seem like I was like, babe, you should totally watch me. <laughs> watch me. You don't have to ask me. That's the thing. And that's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, about support. <laughs> it is not about having someone ask you to do it. It's just that I am the type of person that would support you no matter what. Like, you don't have to say, hey, babe, this is really important to me, and this is why I need you to come out. Like, I'm going to be there already. <laughs> like, <laughs> when are we going to the event, babe? What time is it? How much is the tickets? Oh, word. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it's a, it's a kerfunkle. What's a kerfunkle? I have no fucking clue. It's one of those damn words. One of the no, I'm talking about what are, you, what are you talking about, though? This, oh, the, whole, the, the whole Jada and Will situation. But in, like, but back to that hot topic originally yeah i feel like after the situation has gone public like it did i do feel like maybe you know you should chill out calm down yeah. with the poem you know just just chill just chill you know yeah. or maybe like i feel like that's something she could have kept to her close friends list like not everything has to be seen by the masses mm-hmm. that could have been something for you and your actual friends to enjoy because when strangers get involved things get real elevated real quickly because now it's like, oh, that's why that whole situation got elevated over, uh, Tupac. oh this man will going outside like but if it say, was just her like, friends who know them it probably would like oh that's a nice poem and that would have been it yeah, that's how it is with a bunch of these things because that whole thing between them with August and stuff happened a while before August made it public. Yeah, that shit was happening like a year or two before. Right, so like, yeah, exactly. Making things public is what makes it horrible. That's why Will wasn't like saying no crazy shit like, oh, damn, this she's shorty crazy, I'm gonna get a divorce. Like, they, he probably already knew already found out they probably already ceased oh, by then exactly we already knew i feel like that's one thing they're not going to do is like have him come into the shit blind like they definitely was already something that was discussed and taken care of mm-hmm. to the point where they were in a good place right. that was good enough to even August come bring, August and bring, bring it to the public august was bringing up old shit oh old shit old just shit. because he was saying because his only. no because his album was coming out true and it still flopped because i bet it did i can't i ain't hearing one song off of it and that nigga probably out there like sold a million copies and you but still in Europe but still alrighty and with that being said how about we jump into the main topic main topics <laughs> alrighty and this week in for main topic we're actually going to be talking about interracial dating Uh-oh. oh yeah kind of touched on this here and there in like different conversations but now we're gonna have a full-on conversation about it almost definitely so the first thing i just want to say about this is 
fuck you, we're not just talking about black and white yes, people. Yes, we are. No, we're not. <laughs> no, because that's the first and mainly only thing people usually think of when it comes to interracial dating. Yeah, because the rest don't matter. Yeah, they all matter. <laughs> they all matter. Hispanics and blacks, whites and Asians. Like, honestly, what I mean is Jews, anything, different cultures, different religions. Anything that doesn't involve black people in an interracial setting doesn't really matter because I feel like it's less of a nope, shock. Still, still, still sucks. It still sucks, still but sucks. I feel like because you know most, you know, I feel like being black is something that's very obvious from the moment I walk into the door. But say you're a white lady named Susie and you bring home your boyfriend, uh, he could probably be white passing and he's Puerto Rican and it wouldn't be that much of a, until you're asking, it's like a fun fact, oh, he's also Puerto Rican. If I'm black and I come into some white man's house, that's the immediate thing his parents will notice about that's me, it, that's that's the I'm a black thing, woman. That's the immediate thing, whatever a different culture, when it's obvious, yes, like you're stating. Um, happens like you know there have been countless freaking at this and in 2021 there have been countless TV shows and movies released about this Aziz Asari's uh, Master of None has to do with him dating that white bitch um I mean that white woman I've never even seen it. I don't have venom for her or anything um what's the spacer uh my boy Kumail Najiani um made a movie about him like exactly basically verbatim how him and his wife met and their whole trials and tribulations with their families and just being in I want to believe he's Indian, um, an Indian man and a white woman being together. And there's a, there are just a bunch of those um, yeah. type of stories and movies and TV shows out there about these topics. And it's taboo no matter where you turn. Yes, it is mainly black and white, but it's everyone. I mean, I honestly feel like, not to, well, whatever. I honestly feel like a lot of, like, a lot of cultures are... <laughs> Kind of like as long as you don't bring home a black person, we can talk about it. Um, yeah, I feel like that's a general thing, uh, which is why I say it's less. It's not as jarring if it's any other race. But say uh, you probably get that vibe from TV. I'm not sure, but I well, feel like I don't know many white people, so yeah, I, I'd say that's accurate. I get most of these impressions from media. Right. Yeah, I feel like it's like <clears throat> whenever it's it, everybody, it's always a sense of ooh. Whenever it's out of the culture, whenever it's outside the race, it's always going to be a sense of, oh, 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 it's always going to be a sense of just, I don't, I don't have the word for it, which is why the sound effects <laughs> prevail. But yeah, it's, I feel like that's what makes the situation tough because, you know, obviously biases, people have pre um, predetermined facts aka stereotypes in their heads about these fucking people already yeah and it's crazy um so where exactly would you like to start with this your personal stance make it drop (laughs) um so yeah your personal stance overall how do you feel about interracial dating for you and or people around you for me i just wish it would have happened. <laughs> um, I've only dated black women in my life. Oh, how not, horrible. Can you chill out? Let no, I cannot. I will not stand by uh-uh. <laughs> while you down my black sisters. So the black women I've dated in my lifetime have been amazing, been cool, and been awesome. Yeah, and of course, they've come with their side of problems like any other person on this planet. Um, but yeah, I would have definitely have loved to date it outside my race. Of course, because of how media portrays them, but also because I just want 
I've always just wanted that. I wanted to see if it was that different because I see people more as individuals than, you know, their race. But I've always wanted to understand what that challenge was like. Um, but obviously, I'm not I'm not that curious. So I've never purposefully sought out a person of another culture or another race just to find out how it was like. But that is one of the drawing points for me to a different race of women. Like, oh, I want to see how, what things are different for you. Like, I want to like, see like, what were you um, looking at growing up? Because it's different shit a lot of the time. Right. I want to like fucking um, just be a little more exposed to um, your culture because you know, that's a good, a good way to get exposed to someone culture. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, it's just fucking, it was hilarious as I'm thinking about it. I'm like, you support okay. their culture. I'm see, but I'm not that curious. You see what I mean? I'm not that curious. But like, if I were to get with a Hispanic woman, then I'd be like, hey, what are tapas? <laughs> like, like, let's go to a place where they have those. Like, but like, I'm, I'm just not that curious. What about you, Lex? What's your personal stance on it? And how can Wait. I debate it? <laughs> how can I debate it? Um, I feel like I mentioned before, me personally, I always prefer black love. I love the idea of black love. Mm-hmm. I am mainly, like, just attracted to black men. So, I feel like I could date outside my race, but it would be very challenging just because I'm not really attracted to people outside of my race. Mm. Um, but I have did it outside my race before. It was, Look at you. It was fun, I guess. I don't know. Who'd you, who'd you, what, 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 what did you end He was Latinx? Why are you not? Hispanic? I don't know which one to call it. Because I don't want to say, oh, he was Mexican. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even think he was Mexican. I think he was El Salvadorian, actually. El Salvador? Anyway. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, we have uh, a lot of people from El Salvador and uh, Alexandria for some reason. <laughs> um... But yeah, I did it a Hispanic man before. Honestly, I feel like uh, there's a lot of cross sections between Hispanic culture and black culture. Cause like, he had a daughter. uh, So of course he had baby mama drama. (laughs) He was still grinding out his parents' house. Like it wasn't that much different besides that they spoke Spanish. And that sometimes his lips tasted like spicy peppers. (laughs) <laughs> it's so fucking specific. It and did. black people's lips taste like, like black and not like. Oh, <laughs> tea. <laughs> so fucking specific. But no, because like sometimes people just like eat peppers raw, and I was like, oh, that's so ooh, authentic. Hi, puppy. It's so authentic. Exactly. So that was interesting. Oh yeah. But yeah. Like the only thing was that he spoke Spanish. Right. <laughs> but other than that, he was just. Regular nigga. <laughs> Did he grow up in Alexandria? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't date him that long. I think uh, so. N- n- not that long. So I believe so, yeah. Was there anything different that from the black men you dated about him besides the pepper tasting lips and the <laughs> and the frequent, um, occasional um Hispan um Hispanic <laughs> Spanish the Spanish in the house in his household? No. There was nothing different besides all like, like his father lived school? with him. <laughs> What? <laughs> really? So there's that. You're so <laughs> If you want to throw that in. My father lived with me. What hey, are you talking about? It's an anomaly, I know. Oh, Jesus. Crazy. Okay, so. Why on <laughs> Married at First Sight? This bitch, Dr. Pepical X, this black man, she, he was showing her a picture of his family, and it was like, is your dad still in the picture? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, that is racist, bitch. 
She could have meant like, oh, and she passed away. I don't think she meant it in a bad way. I right. think because she, you know, does the house visits so that she can understand what their life is like in completion. Like, do you have daddy issues? Is your parents around? That you have a strong right. male role model type. So she wasn't asking it to be racist, but I just thought it was funny. <laughs> just this black man, this small white woman asking if her father is, his father is still around. Mm. But yeah, there wasn't any main differences that I know. Like I said, I didn't date him for that long. Right. And it wasn't like we were like official. Like I met his dad only because he lived with him. Right. So it wasn't like a bring in the girlfriend home. Type of deal. Type of deal. So. Didn't feel racist though. <laughs> didn't feel racist. <laughs> it pretty chill. I don't know. Um, I remember you talked about um, why you don't believe you'd ever date a white guy. Besides being unattracted to him, what, what like so like what? Why wouldn't you date a white guy? Besides not being attracted, I to wouldn't him? date a white guy because I feel like there would be a lot of cultural differences that I don't know if like we could ignore, like just the way that we go about things. Like I couldn't deal with someone who doesn't understand like what a bonnet is, what a weave is, just like black culture norms. <clears throat> I don't understand what those things are. You know what a bonnet is. Well, it's like only because I wear the male. Well, I can hate it and not know what it is. But the only reason, and plus, I only know what it is for now because I wear the male equivalent of it, which is a do rag. Right. When I go to sleep sometimes after I get my hair done. Um. But yeah. But before like that, when I first met you, I didn't know the reason for the bonnet. I just knew it was like something women put on their hair sometimes. And like, because it, it confused me. I'm like, sometimes they be bald under there. So no, I didn't know it was like to hold your hair together while you sleep. Yeah, I mean, it's protection. Then also, if you're bald-headed or between hairstyles, you don't just want to have your nappy-looking cornrows exposed. So you'll slap a bonnet on and go to the grocery store. Which see, is why you see a lot that's of why I hate bonnets. That's Not because the only they're protecting a fresh hairstyle, because they don't have one in right now. See, now that's what I don't like. It's not even that I hate bonnets. I hate when people step outside I mean, with but, a bonnet. Because my thing is, if you need to go to the grocery store, you need to go to the grocery store. It's like, I can't I can't throw in a weave right now because obviously that's an all-day process. And like, I don't I need to know what a, pick up my kids. I need to, you know, do whatever. And also, I don't know what a weave is because I'm assuming it's like, if not the same as a wig. I don't know the difference between a wig and a weave. You sound ridiculous right now. <laughs> I don't know how. I think it's also because you grew up in. I'm a man with all brothers. What was I was like, yeah, like why would and a guy this stuff is? never had a conversation with your mom? What you said <laughs> about her weave? Why would I have a conversation oh, just about, about her, her and her interests? I like, can talk to her about. Her. I don't think a woman's interest is actually a lot of women are. Trust aren't. me, if you asked your mom about her hair, not, she would not, definitely carry a conversation. Your mom not had about fresh her hair yesterday. Not about don't her play hair. with me. No, 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 no. You said if I talked to her, I was like, if I talked to her, I would not have asked about her hair. Why not? Because why would I care about that? What? Why would I care about her hair? Why wouldn't you care about her hair? But say, like, if, if you notice a woman has a fresh hairstyle in, I would say it looks nice. Right. I, I wouldn't go as far as to be like, who, where'd you get her done, and this and that, and the third. Not where you get it done, but like, if I saw a woman switch up her hair oh, so often and genuinely didn't understand what was going on, I'd be like, that's my mom. I'm like, you it's know, not that I, how does that work? <laughs> well, you also have to have a level of interest in it. Which you don't. Which I don't. 
I'm gonna say I enjoyed it when she did. I was like, oh, that looks very nice. And of course I compliment on her because she looks great with, you know, whatever hairstyle she went with, but interest in it. No, the interest wouldn't be there. Which I feel like isn't necessarily a bad thing. I don't know, but I kind of feel like you're talking asshole people. right now. I'm say, I don't know how. Like, why would, why, why? No, but because you're saying like, oh, why aren't you interested? It's like, why aren't you interested in the fact that I have on classes? But say exactly, you know that, but like, ask me more. Ask me why I picked this brand. Like, why do I like these glasses? glasses. I picked your glasses. Shut up. (laughs) Um, I did. What are you captain for? No, 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 no. But before that, I had other glasses, nigga, that you didn't pick. I know. That I liked. Obviously not. But but what I'm saying is, (laughs) it's not equivalent to, of course, black women's hair, but it's a thing. Like Like, for a guy. And the only reason I'm talking about this is because I'm like, is there any other cultural differences, basically? Like, why you wouldn't date a white guy? Because, like, I feel like that's a, like a lot of guys in general. It's like, oh, we don't know about hair like that. Mm, no. I, again, I just think it's based on who you grew up with and how you grew up. Because a lot of guys that I grew up, or, sorry, a lot of guys that I've dated grew up with either single moms or sisters. So they did know the basics of black women hair and what not to touch or pull. <laughs> So that's, that's what I personally am used to. Like a man who knows like, all right, let me not mess up her weave. Or if I say I'm about to get my hair done, no, but it's about to take eight hours in this bitch. Don't be pulling on my weave. I don't wear weave. So that, it doesn't really matter right. <laughs> because I have dreads. But I, I don't know. I like somebody who like I can go back and forth and joke about like shared experiences with. Mm. And I feel like you might be able to find a white man who might have similar experiences but I don't right. know it's, sure. it's not gonna be the same thing like oh black moms do this type you know it's like oh my mom wasn't like that actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so yeah for me it's mostly just a cultural thing and I, I feel like there are a lot of um obstacles right. that I don't necessarily want to deal with with dating a white man and I feel like you're gonna have to consider family and just how other people out in the world see you yeah, see, I never took that much into consideration because, like, I don't give a fuck. So, like, it'll be hard for me to choose someone I'm with based on or even loosely considering others like my family. <laughs> it's like, hey, this is the person I'm talking to. This is you meeting her. Deal with it. Like, that's, that's, that's how my whole situation is. Like, of course, they'll make jokes about it. I think you also know that, that your family would care. Um, oh, yeah, my, fa- my family's pretty lax about it. Yeah, I guess if you come if you come from a family where you know it's going to be some racial or, undertones. Because my thing it, would yeah. never be, oh, my family would have a problem. It's like their family would have a problem with me. With you. Right. Because you're black. Because you assume me, all white people are going to be like that. No, I don't. Okay. That's it's just a possibility. Like. It's a risk that I don't want to run. Why not? Like, oh, they don't like you. Not the end of the world. Well, I'll tell you. Um, to me, family is very important, especially coming from a small family, small dysfunctional-ass family. I, like, one thing I love about dating you is that, like, your family is big and your family is very welcoming, and I feel like I can, like, I'm comfortable to go and sit alone with your parents or people in your family and talk to them. And that's something for me that is very important for the person that I'm dating, that I can have that family value that I don't really have on my own. So... 
if I come into somebody's life and now their family don't really want me around or it's awkward right. when I am around or now it's like, oh, her or us type of situation, I don't want to put you in that situation. And I also don't want to have to feel unwelcome by people who I'm going to ultimately be connected to for the rest of our lives. Because when we have children, they're going to want to see their grandchild right. who is an extension of me. Like, <laughs> So that's something I wouldn't want to have to deal with. Right, that's understandable. And at the same time, it's just something I wouldn't rule out, which I know you haven't. That's, you know, like, because obviously I feel like more and more white people every year are becoming more and more acceptable, <laughs> accepting of other cultures, finally. So I feel like that's something to still look forward to. And, um, you know, preferring black love isn't wrong. You know, you can have your preferences. That's cool. But just like ruling it out, which I'm, I'm not saying you're doing. It was like ruling anybody who does rule it out is is silly. Having a preference is one thing, but ruling it out altogether is silly. And I want to just really quick on that note say fuck every dumb black hood booger dumb nigga who ever said I don't like dating black girls because they are ghetto. Because that is the most used up, retarded fucking statement that you dumb niggas have ever used. First of all, all y'all have ever dated was black women. That's first of all. Second of all, obviously not all of them act that way. But when you say that statement, it puts a blanket over all black women. And that contributes to the black man, black men hating black women um, fucking thing. Which, as Lex said in one of our first episodes ever, like contributes to um which a lot of oh excuse me which like lex said in one of our first episodes on this podcast a lot of other races don't do like you don't hear a lot of, you don't hear white men bad mouthing white no, women white men love other white women they love that shit even like something i noticed on uh sorry to kind of cut you off on married at first sight a lot of times like the white guys want a white woman like they love that shit <laughs> but also besides a few bad eggs on that show a lot of the black men did say they wanted a black woman <laughs> there were a few those like i want somebody lighter than me or oh, i'm not really a lot of men did say they weren't interested in dating somebody of their own race Jesus and it was all Christ. black men but you know past the cow shut that shit down because like, i'll roll like that player black love mm, i got black life <laughs> so I, I like that about him but yeah I do think, you know, despite what niggas on social media say, and it's also statistically proven, which I think I've already said on another episode, that most of the black men who are married are married to black women. Right. But a lot of niggas like to get on the internet and cap. <laughs> it's like, oh, I would never da 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 da. Another interesting because thing I'm dumb. is that I saw a post and it was basically like, you know, a lot of niggas were, oh, because it was talking about another season of Married at First Sight, if you can't tell, I love that show, that <laughs> um, I haven't watched yet, where basically the guy was paired, the black guy was paired with a black woman who he wasn't attracted to because she was dark-skinned, and he just kept saying, oh, her body is banging, da 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 and it's like, a lot of people were basically saying black men would love to sleep with black women who have these black features that they want. You, go, you guys love to lay down with them, even impregnate them to the point where like a lot of niggas' first baby mamas are dark-skinned, ghetto black women that they so-called aren't attracted to. Mm. But then you want a wife, you want to parade around with a lighter skin slash white woman. Right. 
And I think that just sucks for all parties involved because I would never want a man to like date me based on just how I look or what I'm perceived as. And that, that's just weird, you know? You want somebody to love you for you. Right. That makes 100% sense. And that's why I don't, I don't, I feel like, well, first of all, I know that black men don't mean it when they say that because they go and they get these these same black women pregnant that they claim not to want anything to do with. Like these rappers, baby mamas are dark skinned black women from their hood. But say, and like, it's, yeah, it's colorism at its worst, <laughs> for sure. You can't even say finest, like. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's definitely a dishonorable mention. Like, <laughs> this is nothing great about this. That's, that's literally where colorism comes into play. Because when you ask somebody this question, when you ask them, oh, what race do you prefer? Some dumb shit like that. Like, first of all, that's not a question that should be asked. It should, because you're just trying to spark some debate right. or some interesting, not interesting conversation because mm. you can't think of actual good topics to come up with. Right. So you go to, oh, would you date a trans girl? Or just dumb questions like that. Would you date a black bitch? <laughs> I already know <laughs> your opinions, by the way you said it. <laughs> Why not be a black yeah, bitch? Yeah. You don't even know me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very stupid thing to ask somebody like oh do you prefer a certain race because obviously like I've always said and I always will say individuals are individuals I don't act white I'm just me exactly this is like oh that yes that white girl grew up in Atlanta around a bunch of black women (laughs) but she's still white (laughs) no matter how she talks or how many black people she knows. She's still a white woman. She cannot say nigger. <laughs> she cannot say nigger. She cannot say nigger, nigger or anything. anything. Right, and that's another thing for me. It's like, I, like I said, I'm definitely 100% attracted to black men more than anything. But I'm also very, I'm more so attracted to personalities and types of people. Because right. like any race can have attractive a fine, people handsome, a fine man that Lex would man. definitely go for right and any race can have somebody who meets the you know personality like qualities traits, or traits yeah that. personality traits that I'm looking for because even like people will say you know oh I don't fuck with black women blah 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 I want somebody who's submissive I want somebody who's marriage oriented family oriented uh, nice <laughs> driven and you're talking about me but you're ruling me out because I'm black right so like I dumb. also don't want to do that to other races right exactly Exactly. Because, you know, I am, I feel like I am an exception to this rule that black men have made up about black women. Like, I am submissive. I can be loving and caring. I don't pop off. <laughs> I'm not loud. I'm not running around in bonnet. Even, even if you do, fuck you. Because let them women live for once in your life. Like, let black women, golly, these things are annoying. It's like, a black woman breathes like, damn, this bitch annoying as fuck. <laughs> like, I'm just minding my business. <laughs> Like, even if she is all of those things, just say you're, you can't handle her and move on, bro. You can't. You need somebody who you can feel big and bad over. Right. And it's not just one race of women, as we've been pointing out this whole time so far. Yes. <laughs> because that's how it is. Okay. I see here you um, put something down about black women dating outside the race. Wait, 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 wait. You jumping ahead. You need to chill out. Well, we kind of did pros and cons because I know you touched on pros and cons when you were talking about your personal Well, I feel like you didn't because I feel like 
I've just been saying my stuff. But what are, because for me, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't think of any pros. Right. So that's what I wanted to ask you if you could, if you had any pros in mind about interracial dating. That is the pro. I already pointed that one out myself when I did. I said um, exposure to different cultures. And that is what I said too um, at the beginning. Uh, when we oh, first yeah. Talking about the, yeah, I was like, not to say they're like an encyclopedia into <laughs> their culture and they know everything about their culture and I want them to teach me, but that would be a nice upside to it for sure. Um, but other than that, it'll be the individual and not actually their race. Right. So, like, you know, that's why it's hard to say pros for it because then you'll be dipping into what the black guys you say about war. It's not even just black guys. White guys be saying it too. They assume, oh, black women are ghetto and shit. And a, a lot of written, let's just say people assume, oh, black women are ghetto because what they see in media. So, at that point, it'd be dipping into that. But, oh, I'm doing it positively, so it's okay. It's not, actually. Exactly, because other than that, I just end up saying, well, I would like to date a Puerto Rican girl because her hair is nice. I would like to put, <laughs> like, like, just because you're just like Asians, Asian stereotypes, just because they're the good ones, right. quotation marks. They're still stereotypes. They're still stereotypes. They're stereotypes. stereotypes. Exactly. Yeah, so I would definitely just say experiencing new cultures. Something that would be exciting for me is like experiencing is kind of different food. Like I love. I say, oh yeah, for sure. It's like, which is a part of culture, but just to, right. just to pinpoint that out for a minute. <laughs> right. I would love to kind of like you're just bringing your food to me, and I'm bringing them to you. Something that's kind of like I also think about though is like combining cultures, which I feel like can be very beautiful, but then I can also where you kind of butt heads because it's like you know oh, I, yeah, I sure. want them to I want us to celebrate this or I want them to be raised like whatever religion right like I've seen it with Stuff a lot of like, like even like you know white Jewish people and then Christian Jewish people they still have those conflicts like oh no I need <laughs> Christian white people I, <laughs> <laughs> Christian Jewish people <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did say that. I did say that. Um, where it's like, you know, I need my child to, to be, be raised Jewish Christian. and not even just be like baptized or whatever they call it. Like, right. they need to be Jewish, which kind of just kind of ostracizes the other person. It's mm -hmm. like, your religion isn't real <laughs> or isn't as important as mine. Right. It's like, oh, mine's is so important. Or my family goes so crazy if he wasn't. Or exactly. She wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, because so, I, I, I've dated a guy who was like, we were both black as fuck, but he was a Christian. And, but he was like hardcore, like not even hardcore, he was a nigga Christian where it's just like, I'm baptized, but I'm still fucking and smoking. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but when he found out, at the time I was identifying as an atheist, and when he found out that I identified as that, he was like, oh no, babe, like that's not gonna work. Like you just need me to pray over you. And I was like, you're actually you making me to pray very uncomfortable you. right now. But like he just saw it as he was ultimately right and I was wrong. Just I need crazy to pray over you, girl. Stop, stop talking. Get off <laughs> exactly. Like, he still. was like, I'm just gonna buy you a Bible and like we're just gonna pray what? about it and we can get you baptized. What? And he was just so convinced that I was just poor lost soul. <laughs> Because you are. Because <laughs> you are. Ooh, she's confused. Like shit. That's so, so that was weird. Funny. So that's like my kind of experience with mixing as far as uh, religion. Mm -hmm. But so yeah, so that and that's why it's also well before I move on to the cons. Um, that's since you pinpointed food, I'd like to pinpoint music. 
Um, for sure, because like, to be honest, you know, like, yes, just like you can Google this stuff and like find out what a tapas is and like yourself. But I don't want to, okay? But no, you want to be just somebody brings you into it. Exactly. It's always when someone on the inside does it versus right. you Googling it. Exactly. I'm like, the oh, these, these ingredients sound good together. And then I go get it. Yeah. And then I'm like, what the fuck is what this? What the fuck is this, Google? No, okay. I need like a Gross. cute little grandma who just like What's grew that? up in the culture to make it for <laughs> me. And she says, eat with your hands. What <laughs> is what is that water that was, um, we were watching, uh, what's that show? 90 Day Fiance. Mm -hmm. It was the gay older white man in his like late 40s, I think. Oh, uh, with the next guy. And then when he went, and uh, he was yeah, actually Mexican, not being racist. <laughs> so like, he went over to Mexico. He went over to Mexico to live with him. And, you know, he was still learning language. So he like basically just had to be with his boyfriend wherever he went. Right. And, um, he was drinking like it was a I forgot what the water was called. What are you talking about? It wasn't about? just water. It was like it was like Are you talking about Ochata? Ochata, yes. That's not water. I'm like, what the fuck is Ochata? <laughs> it's like, uh, like I will never order it myself. <laughs> right? You tried it, remember? Because I got it. And you were like, that's see, weird. That was like, that wasn't even yeah, it tasted really weird. I don't I feel like that uh, wasn't the one. I feel like no, that wasn't even authentic. It, no, it was. It was from the uh I'm ordering Taco Bell tonight. It's <laughs> I'm hungry. It was uh from a pupusteria. Okay. So yeah, it was so, authentic. That's just how it tastes. <laughs> but yeah, um, I would like to pinpoint, like I was saying, uh, I jumped off course there. But I like to pinpoint music, like I like I've already said about, like you do in the culture and period. Yes, I could just look it up, but like, right, like you know, you're already doing so many things in life. You you you're not gonna stick <laughs> I'm to. I'm so busy. <laughs> exactly. And like unless it's something prudent that you need to do in your life right away, and like you know, you fall off of things sometimes. Like you know. Like, the, it's always a new thing every month. Like, oh, I just started the Fastic app, but I'm not really, you know, after a few weeks, she starts slowing down with it. <laughs> I'm like, I was really heavy on reading books and I'm like going to the bookstore and reading books. I read that one novel that was um, related to the anime. And then like, you know, I kind of slowed down after that. Mostly because the Are next one was a graphic about novel. Culture is a fed for, bad for you. For, for yes, <laughs> it's a bad for people. It's like a, a very similar situation. When's the last time you? <laughs> when's the last time you um, did your Spanish? Uh, your Spanish um, lessons? Well, or was that a stone? That damn Spanish class. I was like, I ain't doing this shit. Exactly. <laughs> I'm about to say, but before, before, oh, yeah, because you, that's right, you had Spanish class mm -hmm. and since you started college back up. Um, before that, you were doing Rosetta Stone, I it believe. It wasn't Rosetta Stone. It was, it was, it was that, some, it was uh, a, that one with the fucking owl that be stalking you and shit. It's a, it was an, uh, uh, basically a language learning app yeah. that you were using. And like, but, you know, eventually you, fell off so it was a fad for you because eventually you know it, it was, started to slowly fall off it was a fad more so that I was just too busy to do it the same thing for me it's like I will be too like I'm already too busy doing everything I have to do and then on top of that my hobbies and then on top of that the stuff I try to get to I love video games. I have three game informers in front of me right now that I have only made it through. Uh, um, that means they release it once a month, people. That means I'm three months fucking <laughs> behind on game informers and reading up the, on the articles and shit. I am halfway through one of them, but nigga, that means I'm still two months behind, two and a half Do months you read behind. Like every page? Not every page, no. But I, but even then, that means I should be getting through it quicker. To be honest. 
You know what we both do though, which is so unrelated to the topic, but I feel like we both get into things and we don't make time for it because we spend too much time on our phones. Because you spend a good because. amount of time in the morning on your phone laughing. Well, I'm not about to. I'm not about to. Yeah. Time to be dedicated to doing things, new things you want to do. But no, when I wake up in the morning, and like for me, it's usually I'm waking up and about to get ready for work. So I'm not about to start an activity when I'm about to get ready for work. And the phone helps me get up and get my day started. And I use that time to post if I even remember to do that. So that's why I do the phone in the morning. So, but I do need to see what you're saying. But at the same time, it's because eh, like I wouldn't want to even start reading a book in the morning. Morning. I would want to do that in the afternoon when I'm home. I wouldn't want to start reading a book and then have to stop. I want to stop reading when I want to for today. For sure. Because that's a hobby for me. But I say all that to say it I can't look up salsa music myself, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm already doing a thousand things. Everybody is. Like if I like I, I can't make the time. And if I do, it's gonna end up being a fad. But if you're right. with someone who's from that culture who's always listening to that anyway. Then they got that they got that thing cranking, and you're just gonna you know inherently throughout time as much time as you spend with them you're gonna inherently you know pick up on some if you start liking it you'll start picking it up oh yourself God. and Imagine putting it on if your I playlist. Imagine a man who spoke Spanish, I could finally learn. Spanish. Exactly. <laughs> but I say then see, that's the best way to learn and keep you know keep that knowledge is to have daily or weekly practice right. of it. And I can teach them black things. Exactly. Like how to crib walk. So yeah, so I would definitely go for I would like to pinpoint music and exposure to culture is like I would love to be exposed and, and plus Hote, like look how racist I was just now. I immediately said music, I went to salsa. <laughs> there are so many types of different Latin eggs. And yeah, but I don't Hispanic know any music. other kind. Exactly why I need exposure. Which is why I need a Hispanic girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, definitely, definitely something. That's my pinpoint. So cons, cons, cons. It's like, and it's so funny because, like, let's like say cons come also in differences in culture when um, a big one being religion um, if you're from different cultures it's almost it, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a high I very high even though everybody's a lot of people in America are a good I think over 50% of Americans are a form of Christian Right. Not everybody is the same Christian. So there's even so that many different one, types of Christian. So it's very annoying, types. honestly. Just so many you know, figure types. it out. There's so many. It's only types. one it's Bible, crazy. bro. It's fucking crazy, <laughs> bro. So like, even so, like, dude, like if, if if you're coming from different cultures, different races, it's almost a hundred percent chance you're gonna be a different religion. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm hey, I'm, I'm a United Methodist. I'm a Catholic. Uh, Catholic. Um, Christian. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Extreme ones. Exactly. <laughs> so, that's fucking... So, like Lex already pointed out, that would be, like, you know, a con in in a way that... Um, not that it's inconvenient, but I guess, you know, realistically, people would actually want someone who is already the same as them, so, you know, you don't have to deal with that obstacle. Mm-hmm. Because it is in human nature right, to avoid thing. conflict. Like, exactly. <laughs> oh, go for it. It's in human nature to avoid conflict. And like, if if you if I'm 100 percent of the time, I'm pretty sure if you ask somebody, hey, would you want your partner in life to have the same, you know, beliefs as you? You'd be like, yes. 
Right. I feel like a lot of people, especially people who aren't like super religious, like there will be like, you know, it would be a plus if they are. Right. But like I don't I don't care if they aren't. I'm but it would be it would certainly them. be easier (laughs) if they believed what I believed or was chill enough to respect what I believed at least. And that's how racists think. Wait, what? (laughs) Racist people think that way. Like, because like, I I swear to you, a good amount of uh, documentaries or any type of um, dream that I've looked at, is usually documentaries, where I looked at where they would have actual racists or nationalist or whatever they yeah. call the supremacist whatever they call themselves in that particular setting they always bring up the fact like oh i don't hate black people i don't hate other cultures i don't hate other religions subtext they kind of do um they but like you know they say they don't hate them but they don't want them <coughs> to be around them <laughs> they, right. they want all white people they want everything to be segregated they, like, they just want everybody to go to a different country. They want only white people, only the purest, only, you know, all that bullshit. They only want that in their space. Hitler was super fucking racist. He's like, no, no, no. I need y'all dead and out on this planet. Right. That's, I that. can't even, like, know that you guys exist. Like, exactly. You need to be gone. I need to wipe you from the from history. Like, that's the crazy that's racist crazy. shit he was on. But, like... But like, and that's how people think. It's like, oh, it'd be so easier if we all just live separately. And I'm like, well, it's not gonna happen. So chill out and get along with your neighbor. And I don't, yeah, I feel like it's easier, but I also don't feel like it progresses the human race. Not at all. If we stay separate. Like, there is not definitely beauty in, you know, different cultures, but I think that's why the, to a certain degree, intermingling is good. It needs mm-hmm. to happen. So another pro is that I feel like when we are bonded by love, we are able to share certain information. We can share different remedies yes. and medicines that you wouldn't, because white people came over here. I ain't gonna say it, but I'm gonna say it. They came over <laughs> with all these damn diseases. <laughs> <laughs> these Native Americans taught them how to wash their ass. They taught them, you know, different remedies and how to not be a dirty ass person. They taught them to not drink where you shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that wouldn't have happened unless we had come together although they came here you know no one asked them to mm. but again still it wouldn't have happened unless those cultures came together and the Europeans still would have been nasty running around with rats and shit I encourage interracial dating I for one cannot wait for the year 3002 where everyone is fi- finally fucking fixed like the like literally I can see it I can see it on the news now <laughs> breaking news the last purely all white person <laughs> has died <laughs> Becky <laughs> Becky Rumperson <laughs> has passed away this afternoon making the whole civilization civilization of earth of planet earth mixed in some way form or fashion right. everybody's half and half what 25 25 25 25 everybody's mixed and like, you know, I feel like, of course, you're going to still have assholes out there. And it's always going to be human conflict. But, well, now that I say that, I don't know where the butt is. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it is what it is. But I still encourage interracial dating because when people are mixed and when uh, it does make seeing everything a little more clear and making people think about those communities. Because right now there's a 
big, um, there's a big, um, because of two things in particular, one, Marvel hired a, um, an actress for, um, to play American, America Chavez, who, and because of the HBO Max, um, musical, I believe it's a musical, In the Heights, Mm -hmm. In the Heights, which is, um, a lot of, um, I believe just light-skinned, um, Hispanics, and a lot of people are very, uh, you know, it's getting back a big, a huge backlash right now because of the lack of Afro-Latinx um, community members involved in it, and like even like in it in general. And there were a bunch of basically, uh, you know, a lot of people coming out and saying like, "Motherfuckers, have you been to the actual heights?" In I think it's in New York, right? It's in New York, and like you know, they were just showing a bunch of um, pictures of like a lot of dark-skinned Hispanic women, Latinx women, and it's fucking crazy. Latinx people, period. And I'm like, that's fucking crazy. And it's like there are, it's a community. And yes, like even I was like unaware of it. I I knew I knew you could be mixed with black and Hispanic and Latinx, period. Yeah, I knew that. But like, if you don't hear from the community, you just don't really know about it. I just don't really know about it if you yeah. didn't experience it yourself. And it's definitely something that's been talked about a lot on social media. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, because like a lot of especially like the Islander type of Latinx people are originally like black. Dark skinned. Dark skin because what happened is, you know, slavery. There you go. <laughs> As most things, most things uh, slavery happened, the uh, European Hispanics uh, mixed, I'll say, to be PC, with the uh, slaves, and they became black people, <laughs> predominantly, or some of the um, original people were just fair-skinned, like, uh, original, what is the word I'm thinking of? Aboriginal. A lot of the uh, aboriginal Mexicans and Australians were darker-skinned people, mm. and slowly when the white people, the uh, Spaniards, I'll say Spaniards came oh, over. Okay. They either annihilated them or they bred with them, mm-hmm. and eventually became lighter skinned. But of course, there's always still going to be darker skinned people who they try to shut out, and they're like, "Oh, we've always this is what we look like," you know. But it's really not. The the thing I've always been confused about in situations like this is how people defend it and like bitch and complain when a community steps up and says, hey, we haven't been properly represented. It's like, chill the fuck out, shut the fuck up. Everybody else on the mm-hmm. other side of that conversation is like, there's what why are you defending like like oh exclusion. my god, this is this <laughs> exactly why are you defending exclusion? Like if I think it's just fu- ignorance. It's very it's very much ignorant. If somebody fucking said, hey, my group wasn't really represented in this um what's his face in this movie about the group of Latinx people. Like, it would have been nice to have uh, one of the main characters at be right. Afro-Latinx and, yeah. to show we exist, to show I, we matter and shit. I feel like in that speci- in this specific show, yeah, it's definitely something that, it's not only exclusionatory, but it's something that's been completely whitewashed. It's like, this is what we look like, so how dare you make a show about us and then give the roles to European Hispanics or just lighter-skinned Hispanic people. Like, that's definitely fucked up. Because something that I've been thinking about lately is ever since the whole black Superman debacle has been going on. That's been a debacle? It's been a debacle, yes. Um, 
because my point of view is like we, you know you can keep it we don't want you to make a superhero black we want you uh -oh. to develop black superheroes because they exist right. <laughs> you just don't make it. movies about why them. the fuck they haven't made a static shock movie yet exactly it's beyond me exactly is beyond me how can you have such a popular character and not do so many black people around america no static shock we showed up for a nigga we only heard about the year before we showed up for black panther mm -hmm. nobody knew about fucking black panther until he showed up in captain america's uh in, in the civil war movie i didn't know who the fuck black panther was before nobody that. did and the way that we showed out and anyway in theaters showed we showed up and showed, showed out for that up. shit so it's like the black dollar has value so like start giving up because we are healing. We are deep out here. <laughs> we, we, we will show up for our own characters, for our own people. I'll tell you, let alone somebody who a lot, especially OT, because a lot of people my age have grew up and seen and loved the Static Shock TV show. Mm -hmm. And like, if you make a movie, we will like, all of us are grown now. We going to see it. Exactly. Shit. In costume, like dress the fuck up, <laughs> like showing shit. out because that's just how we are because we're amazing. But it's yeah, that's crazy. my main thing. It's like, what was I gonna say? You don't want people. We, <laughs> Backtrack. we, the people, we don't want the, we don't want to make white characters black. We, right. or even like, I was thinking about how everybody was complaining about Friends and how there was no black people on Friends. And I feel as though. Yeah, realistically, white people gonna hang out with other white people. So it's right. not unrealistic that they didn't have this one token black friend because we're also against tokenism. Right. The only unrealistic thing about that was there were no black people in, in New show. York. Exactly. <laughs> because the fucking show was in New York. I don't know which borough they was in, but, but doesn't fucking matter. Either way, not even in the fucking coffee shop. What couldn't you see? Like you rarely will just see a group of black extras hanging out. <laughs> like, that's the, that was the unrealistic part like really no black people in fucking Manhattan <laughs> right but yeah I feel like we the blacks just want space to be able to create our own black content for us by us type shit like cause we you had got the studios don't you <laughs> we had a renaissance you know with UPN we had all these amazing black shows mm. with dark skinned women like oh, real gosh. black not that makes people aren't real blah 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 uh -uh. <laughs> real black women <laughs> were in the main stage and then something happened and the light skins and biracials came to play. <laughs> and we were gone again. But I'm okay with that. But I of course also, you are, colors. Uh, calm down. I'm, no, I'm not okay with <laughs> they came and then y'all left. I'm not okay with that. We left. I'm okay. We pushed out. That's what I meant. Pushed out. Let us straight. <laughs> <laughs> but I am like, I'm like, I'm a huge fan of like, you know, just including everyone in that sort of way. It's like, I always hated the, like, because... When people in charge, the only thing, they get irritated and mad like, oh my God, it's always something. Yes, there is always something. Yeah. So just keep working because that's all we're going to do until we die. We're just going to keep working on it. Right. Keep working on ourselves. Keep working on what we built. Keep working on making things better. Just do that. Just be okay with that. I do understand some people get a little too much about it, but fuck those people. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, um, at the same time, you still have to hear the masses. The masses are asking for this. Like, hey, we are the Afro-Latinx community. We exist. We are very much influential and in the actual Heights um, borough in New York and like it's very fucked up you didn't include us in the movie <laughs> it's like that's a little fucked up it's like oh a little fucked up. 
Exactly. Hear them, acknowledge them, fucking do better next time. Right. That's that is it, it is it is that simple. It is. It really it's is. Just like reflect life as it actually is. Stop whitewashing. And that's so weird. Like why whitewash everything? Fucking white. If this people. is what it looks like, oh why is it so hard to make it look like this? It is what it is. Right. Okay. And then like I feel like a lot of these production companies go out of their way to make it hard for us to create our own content because you're only approving shows if you include a white person in it or if it has a predominantly white cast. Like the very first night ain't slick. Why is there only ever up to two black couples at a time? And that was only when they opened it up to four couples. Before then, you get three white, one black to show mm-hmm. they're not racist. But you never see three black couples in one white couple. Literally. That would never happen. And they're showing up. Like I said, they're showing up. They want to be married at first sight too, but for some reason, they aren't on the show. What was last season? Season eight? The one you watched the one that just ended. I think that was season, season eight. eight. Yeah. And that nine. one. No, it was eight. It was eight, yeah, because yeah. this one's nine. And from what you told me, Pastor Cal was fighting for, fight the black, for the black couple. for the black couple. And old shorty, uh, was it Pepper or the other white shorty? The other white shorty. The other white shorty was fighting for the white couple. And so then the show decided they're gonna do all four. <laughs> and when they seen they that didn't like exhaust their resources and they could do that, they made it. So it's like, oh, this is actually better. Let's keep doing four couples. Yeah. And so like Pastor Cal basically fucking made that system by fighting for but that But remember black what I was telling you is I found it funny that they only agreed to do four people because it's like we can't have two black couples so it's like whenever right. a white person kind of cries not even cries wolf but just is like that's not fair to us it's like complaints. either way a white person still has to win in a certain way so it's like well we'll just change the rules so that these people can still be I feel like they changed it for Cal's <laughs> reasoning like though because, because no no they changed it for Cal because like we talked about they'll be damned they know who watches their show white women mostly I'm, I bet is their and biggest the fucking <laughs> white women are their biggest audience I bet and they know that and they know white people are mostly interested in other white people's stories right. and not so much in black people's stories unless it's some type of element they enjoy in it as well which is could be anywhere on the board in terms of sci-fi horror or whatever so the reason they always had up to season eight always had two white couples and one black couple is so they can fit the diversity couple in there. But besides that, they would have just had two white couples and they would have been right. fine. Right, and that's would, what I'm saying. You'll never fine. see the majority of them being black people. Right, so that's it's why. it's a white show even without it being labeled a white show. Exactly, so instead of like them like coming off like, oh fuck, if maybe like if we fucking do this, we'll like, we'll probably lose Calvin because Calvin's not going for this shit. Right. And like, because I, I, I feel like that probably did, like, there's a great chance that happened behind the scenes. It's like, sure. like Calvin probably got sick of that shit. And Calvin's like, obviously, it's been eight, seven seasons at that point. It's, it's a trend. A it's clear. It's very fucking clear. And he fought particularly for that reason. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I fucking want this. Let's make two black couples and one white couple. And then, of course, they're like, well... <laughs> <laughs> what are our viewers gonna think of that? Let's make it four so Calvin won't be upset and stay on. And that's what's crazy to me is because these companies fully expect everybody else, not even just black people, but everyone else to constantly only watch white stories. But God forbid white people have to watch other people's stories. Like, they wouldn't be able to relate. Well, we've been black all alive and we've been relating to all these white shows because we've had nothing else to watch. Mm-hmm. I loved Friends. I loved all those shows because right. I had no choice. I had to love these That's shows. So why are we assuming that white people are so just set in them? 
set in their own ways that they couldn't relate to a black show. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, it's not not every show with black people are black shows. It's a show. <laughs> Unless we're talking about things specific to the black community, it is a show. So why can't they watch things with people there who is, look like us? There is no such thing as a white show. That's also true. They're just shows. It's just They're TV. just fucking shows. That's the standard lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's the that's everything the basic else is plot epic. point. Exactly. <laughs> everything, everything fucking else is like, oh, that's a Mexican show. Oh, that's a um, <laughs> Misty Iglesias. Oh, that's a Mexican show. Mm-hmm. That's a Hispanic show. Like, no, it's a fucking show about a teacher who cares about his students. And yes, it does teaches you different values um, from the uh, Hispanic Latinx community. Mm-hmm. But, but, but yeah, but they see it as like, oh no, it's a fucking black show. It's like, oh, it has a black lean. <laughs> oh no, they got Reese Witherspoon in it. It might be both. Like, <laughs> like come on, bruh. It's, it's, it, it, it is ridiculous though that the white shows are the standard um, for for TV, for television, and for movies as well. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not a sci-fi. It's, it's not a horror movie. It's the horror movie with a black main character like it's not a sci-fi it's a black sci-fi <laughs> and this it's is fine. one of the nuances that i feel like me and my white husband would not be able to <laughs> get along with because this would definitely come up to me and to him he wouldn't it wouldn't have even occur to him that that was an issue like he would just think this is tv you know and that's how he'll take everybody it. enjoys this that's how ridiculous people are they'll lose their fucking minds especially like that's how ridiculous white people are when it comes to their media they lose their fucking minds if the character is going to be switched in even the slightest way and it's not just switch because i understand switching a character because if it was a black shaft and you tried to make them white we'd be like the black community would be like what the fuck bruh like what are you doing that shaft the cool black samuel jackson thing makes sense what doesn't make sense is if something is trying to be added in like boy oh boy when the new star wars trilogy had started um like uh eight nine years ago when they seen that that nigga <laughs> john boyega with a fucking lightsaber white people lost their fucking minds when they found out ray a woman was the actual star they still lost their fucking mind even though she was white, she was a woman. Holy fuck, that's almost as bad as being a black. I'm <laughs> black. Don't get me started on black women. Ah! Get it out of here. Like, it is, it's, a, it's a fucking crying shame. Fucking crying shame. And I feel the same way you do when it comes to black Superman. Hell, I'm like, no, don't. Keep it, because who is that for? Who is that for? Like, you're not doing me a favor. Give us our own stories, because then you're still saying that black people are only an extension of white people. Like, you're still sending this message that is not what we want. What the fuck is it even going to be called? Black Kal-El? Get the fuck out of (laughs) here. Black to, be, man. to be ignorant for a moment. Yeah. Okay, that's gonna be a phrase I coined. To be ignorant. Um, <laughs> to be ignorant um, for a moment. I feel like that's for hood niggas. Because, first of all, when that dead rumor did come out, niggas was eating that shit up. Where niggas they? was eating. Yes, niggas. Hood niggas was eating that shit up. Oh, yeah, we getting a black Superman. I was like, mm, 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 mm. Y'all really, that's what y'all want, huh? 
I was I, I work with niggas and they were a few of them were like oh yeah we getting a black suit well they don't black. even know that that's not something they should want exactly <laughs> I thought that's where ignorance comes in like, like you don't know that you should want more for yourself than to have a recolored white man and that's why I'm like that's why I say to be traits. ignorant because like, I'm like I'm being ignorant by assuming it's a lot of it's for them but I feel like I'm right about it <laughs> so I'll take that back but I'm right back not ignorant. No, no, no. I'm still, I'm still very ignorant because, like, it could be other people who are excited about it too, or maybe black people aren't fucking with it. And just the few I've seen, but the few I've seen were pretty excited. Yeah, I didn't about see it. anything like that. All like, I saw was uh, people saying exactly what I'm saying is that no, just give us our own characters. Like, we don't want that. Those are what I like to call black people. <laughs> <laughs> I go by the uh, Chris Rock method of black people versus niggas. <laughs> There's black people, then there's niggas. <laughs> I go by that method because, you know, some motherfuckers is ignorant. Yeah. Some motherfuckers is ignorant. And that's how I use nigga the same way Aaron from uh, the creator of Boondocks used it, which was ignorant motherfucker. <laughs> That's who I, so I call anybody a nigga. <laughs> White people could be a nigga. Hispanic people be a nigga. Latinx. I don't like calling non-black people niggas because they think it's okay. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't be like, what's up, my nigga? Like, no. I've seen like a lot of black people like they're because, talking to like their white that's friend. That's how they talk. I'm like, oh, this nigga tripping. Like, no, he gonna think it's this okay. This white hunky tripping. This hunky grandma be tripping. That's <laughs> like, that's <laughs> go home. Like, my homeboy Jamal called me his nigga today. I was saying, that's how I told you. I, I remember I told you a few days ago when I was at work. That's how. That's how these people talk and these people. <laughs> That's Those how, people. That's how. That's how some black people talk. And if you've only been in your one small ass hood community, or even just your one community your whole life, you only talk that one way. That's crazy. And it's so. And like. And just for just for content uh, audience, I told Lex a few days ago I was working with someone. Um, most of my coworkers, like literally ninety percent of them, are black guys. Black guys who grew up in. DC or some other hood to be honest with you in a hood DC and so you know they talk yeah what's up they do you know they talk like that they talk with um what is it uh economics <laughs> economics mm, ebonics they talk with ebonics so um and this one guy we were moving out a white woman old white lady and he says um she has to call the new apartment building that we're moving her to and she says oh yes i'm we're, we're moving to virginia and uh, to an apartment building in virginia she's calling them to see if they can reserve the docking lo- the loading dock for an earlier time and so he one of my coworkers, says to her oh yeah people in oh yeah them buildings in virginia don't really be going for that and she said excuse me what was that they don't go for that they don't go for that? Yeah, they don't go for that. <laughs> and of course, I know what the fuck he means. But I'm like, he doesn't know. She doesn't know what he means. And that's the part that fucking got me. I was like, you don't understand that other people don't understand what the fuck you're saying. That baffles me. Because I was like, I know... It's called code switching. You know what the fuck? 
how how to talk to but different some people. people genuinely don't like some but people some people only, genuinely don't only worked with black people only associate with black people who speak their language same way people from the fucking south some people from depending on which part of the south you're from fucking talk really fast and in a very gib gibberish type of way right people from their from their neighborhood people from their neighborhood can understand that person but if you fucking go down there from dm from dc or somewhere and you go down to fucking georgia and they fucking start a waitress starts fucking spitting fast at you you will be fucking baffled while the, while your cousin who lives down there who you're visiting it's is like what you mean you didn't understand her i mean that's a whole running joke in king of the hill is that because hour, right. everybody is from the area they understand Same boom it. hour but i love how they like <laughs> only when he's like underwater or his mouth is covered like boom how i can't understand a word they're saying <laughs> but every other time they can like it's so funny right yeah, that's like the running joke but it's crazy that people just can't that, that's how some people switch. actually talk in the style. like you just can't because I, I grew up on code switch and i grew up listening to my mom's put on her as we used to call it her white voice <laughs> right, when as, she was talking to somebody i used to say code switch now because that's it's so fucking hilarious too because I was like everyone especially like especially if you watch TV and movies as much as I did and you like how can you not know how to cook and that just goes back now that I think about it that goes right back to um, what we were talking about earlier because I was just thinking the reason it's not like I grew up around a lot if any white people right so how do I know how to code switch by the time I met y'all? Mm-hmm. It's because of fucking media. I watch shows like fucking Friends. <laughs> like, and like, so I know how to talk to y'all. I know what y'all mean when y'all talk. And now I was like, why the fuck don't white people know by the time they meet us? Because they don't fucking watch black media. Exactly. They don't watch our shows. Mm-hmm. So it's like... It all like, circles right fucking back around. They're basically. having this new experience with a black person for the very first time. What was adulthood? Because they've never associated with one. They've never really <laughs> seen one out in the wild. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. I get your Aerosmith reference, but you don't get my DMX reference. And that's what kills me that they expect me to get it. Like they don't. You don't it doesn't know. even occur to them that I might have had a different upbringing. You haven't watched Game of Thrones. What? <laughs> Which is why to me it's so easy and it's also very entertaining for me to code switch because like I'll have no clue what you're talking about. I'll just laugh along anyway. And that that is my entertainment for the day. Even like when I have that uh, phone interview and she went like the lamest joke and she was like, ah, ha, 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 ha. and then I was like, ah, ha, 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 right along with it, which just made her laugh even harder because like we're both just enjoying this moment. But really, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but because you don't even realize that that is a possibility, that was really funny to me. And that all goes into interracial dating. Obviously. <laughs> Clearly. Because we are excellent on staying on topic. You already know it, baby. Let's it's dive good. in if you are done. I am. Okay. Over. Let's dive in because we're running on time here. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I want to talk specifically about black women dating outside the race because I feel like it's something that's often looked at as like, how dare you, you black bitch? What are you talking about? It's the other way around. Black men dating outside the race is usually no, seen as that no, no, no. boy going out getting lighter toned women. At this point, it's expected, first of all. Exactly. But I feel like when black women do it, it's more like shocking that you wouldn't stay down for, for a brother. That's see, this just goes to the point that we've known since the beginning of the podcast of how yours and I's 
Twitter feeds are so different because I don't know what the fuck you are talking about right now. When I see black women with other races, I literally have no thoughts. Oh, I, I'm not, that's a lie. I'd be like, lucky bitch. Um, not bitch, but I mean the, the guy when I say lucky bitch. Um, lucky bitch nigga. Um, he don't deserve her. Because um, <laughs> of course, of fucking course, it's always the melanin queens who be fucking doing it too. Fucking making me mad. Yeah. It's the good ones. It's not the bad ones. It's the good ones. I feel like the Yeah. The hood bitches need to go get some outside the race. Like they can. Like shit, they can't. But that's another thing when you're dating outside the race, you kind of have to be, the I best guess. Best example. Not best example, I was going to say more palatable. Like if I, for example, and I just go back to black and white because it's the easiest. Um, <laughs> if I wanted to date a, a white man, I would definitely have to be the code switched version of myself. And, how, and that's another thing. How could you fucking do that all the time? But sometimes, but there how are like, I feel like uh, the main black women who date white men are either they naturally just act and speak right. in that manner, right. or two, they are dating a, a white man who likes, you know, a Who's little more the black urban, culture. black cultural type woman. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's the only type. So it's like, I don't really think a woman who code switch would actually be with a to white man because white that's man. stressful. Right. It would be like trying to put on a different voice 24-7. Exactly. You know, and just not like, oh, this is how I talk, like what's popping. And I was like, why would you, as a person, want to put yourself fucking through that? What, for a better credit score? Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I'm like, if that's the route you wanted to go, yeah, you just find a, a white man who is just interested in a black woman and how she is in her natural Gary form. Owens. <laughs> Bullshit. Can we talk about Gary Owens for a minute? Because he's a sucker. Fuck Gary Owens. Whoa, fuck Gary Owens. <laughs> Gary Owens used Christ. this woman, Kenya, for about 26 years just for shitty content for his shitty stand-up. And it's now divorcing her. Shitty. I thought she was divorcing him. No. I don't oh. think so. I thought she was divorcing him. I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm pretty sure he's divorced. They're getting divorced. They're getting divorced. But long story short, I feel as though, and Kenya feels the same way, that he used her for content of oh my black wife, this my black wife. No. All of his content is about her? Yes. I don't think he used her. Because when you say when you put it like that, it makes it sound like, oh, I specifically knocked you up and no, I feel like to get into the black community. You can use somebody, and there can also still be love there. Like it's the same way that gold diggers will go for a nigga of a you know a high uh, pay, and they can you know fall in love with him and everything. But the goal is to be the baby mama of see a what I mean. See, but that's that's it. That wasn't his goal. He was a preppy white boy, and then he met her. I I don't forgot exactly um, the fucking story. If he knocked her up for either way, he got with her. That the goal was never to use her for his comedy. He got with her. They you know had a kid. They fell in love, and yes, he was using being a white man in this out of fish, out of, uh, not a fish out of water story of being a white man with a black wife. Especially, you know, back then when they first started doing it in like the 80s or 90s, when they first got together, very much so an out of situation. And like just being a white guy who got it and wasn't fucking racist about it. So that was his whole thing. That's why I say 
used is not the correct word because then yes, that would make it seem like that was his goal to get a black woman specifically to use for his comedy. It was more so he got in that situation and he used it for his comedy. But at, at, at the end of the day, yes, I do think she is a huge reason for his success. Definitely. Like, no, I, no doubt. I feel like I feel like Gary Owens uses not used not only his wife but his other black people to weasel his way into black culture. Clearly. And that's what I, I don't I only really vibe with. He was a white man from I'm assuming one of the white states. So of course he, of right. course he did. So it's yes. like, yeah, you might have met this girl on good intentions and right. then you told a few jokes and you saw that shit was working. Exactly. And then you keep using those jokes. As until it does. runs dry. Which it never did. It never made him big, but it never ran dry. Either. <laughs> but so there's a difference. Oh no, we was that that's that's a good example of interracial dating and how it went terribly wrong. <laughs> like shit. But um yeah. Um Do you think so, it was right for him to use their situation in his comedy? I'm conflicted because I feel like a lot of that's what most comedians do. They use personal situations to tell jokes. Right. And that was a part of his life. But then it doesn't sit right with me. This black, this white man is like, oh, my black wife said this. <laughs> and I put it on like a black scent and just try I think I just, it was perfect. I felt like he was trying to, I feel like he tried to and did integrate himself into black culture right. and get invited to the uh, cookout. cookout, the metaphorical cookout, and he didn't belong. Nah, he belonged. No, he did not. Yes, he did. Why does he belong? Because he tells some jokes about black women? No, because he actually wanted to be there. That's the thing about it that I think you're missing. Like, he wasn't faking it to make it. Everything, all the jokes he told, like the way he felt about the black community, was legit. It was, it was legit. He wouldn't, he, he, he's not, he didn't use the black community to get into. Um, I was about to say use the black community to get into the black community. No, he, he didn't get here because he felt like, oh, this is the only way for me. He got here he because he wanted to. His life was, his career was going nowhere <laughs> until he told some black jokes. Like, oh, these are people that are paying for my shit. Like, and he so wanted, I need to and get that's into why he wanted to be there. Because he wanted you some wanted, money. Because you want to be where they want you. You don't want to you Right, want to but be it's not for good intentions where it's just like, I want to support this community. I want to uplift this community. It's no, these niggas are paying, so I'm going to keep telling nigga jokes to these niggas. <laughs> and then nah. I'm going to divorce my nigga wife. I'm about to say, but yeah, <laughs> and that, but, about my but that's definitely the part that I feel like, because like I said, at the end of the day, yes, he used um, the knowledge that he got mainly from his black wife um, in his comedy, which is why she is somewhat entitled to, um, not entitled, but is in, um, what's his face, sir? Why she is a big part of his career, the success he has had in his career for, for 100% hands down. But I don't want the picture painted like, oh, he integrated himself into the community solely for money. No, he did. No, he didn't. He's one of those. He's just one of those white people who's like, yo, like after I hung out with black people, I legit seen, like it's just funner here. It's fucking, it's fucking funny. It's, it's like it's genuinely more funny, and he felt more at home after a while in the black community. Like yeah, I was like, I really fucked with it. I jived with it, and I'm here. 
And that's how it was. It, it wasn't, hmm, how the fuck I get my way into that black money? It wasn't teeming and prodding. That's that's the that's, that's the image I don't believe in. Yeah, because you don't get anywhere being engineering like that. Yeah, you do. No, the fuck you, you don't. Who? No. Moderate no. success. Name somebody. <laughs> Name any white that's person who has. Gary Holmes. <laughs> Every white person who has made it to the pinnacle of black community entertainment, it's legit. Eminem, Gary Holmes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you fucking. Eminem right. is for other white people. Oh my god. No nigga puts Eminem in their top five. What? If you're fucking crazy, you don't. No, nigga, don't. That's that's weak sauce. That's weak sauce. Weak he sauce. is easily easily one of the best rappers of all time. Don't make him the best rapper. That is of all true. Time. That is true. <laughs> but that's not even what it does. It's his content, just like any other one of the best rappers. It's his content, his genuineness, and just the fucking rawness, Bruh. That's not what we're here to talk about. Okay, I guess what it's not. What are some <laughs> benefits of a black woman dating? outside of race specifically <laughs> let me ask you that <laughs> what are okay. some benefits besides good credit <laughs> the running joke so, of everybody's yeah. fucking thing so things that come to mind for me is I, I like I've said before I feel like um a lot of people outside the black community a lot of races value Race. um marriage more in my opinion mm-hmm. yes I believe in and I do feel like it's a little bit of a systemic thing where black people are just trying to get it out the gutter so they ain't really worried about <laughs> making a stable yeah, foundation because like they ain't even got their own shit together. But I feel like a lot of people A lot of other races A lot of other races exactly and see marriage and having a wife as a benefit to their life. Mm-hmm. Where black men see that oh, I got this bitch around. <laughs> <laughs> Not this bitch. Just got this shorty around. Which is why like I feel like although you know everybody has baby mamas, baby daddies. Right. But I do feel like that's why black men are so willing to give up their seed and impregnate anybody because they don't care. They don't really see the value in it. They're just doing it to do it. Mm-hmm. But if I had a white man, if I had a white man, <laughs> um, yeah, I just feel like they value marriage a little more. I, I believe that to a certain degree as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, yeah, I just feel like when especially like I feel like white men thing, and this is all just project not projection but just things I assume and think I feel like if a white man is with a black woman like it's more like he he cherishes her like I got this black queen cause of kiss asses <laughs> <laughs> I see you got more respect for a relationship what the fuck's that about I don't even know what I was going with that I can, I can, I can, gan- I can take a gander of a guess. What the fuck you was going for? You're trying to say other race of men are more respectful? Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, I feel like it's back to the black people or black men are the only race of men who dislike their women. Black men have no issue disrespecting us in public in private <laughs> to their homeboys to their mamas I think every group of uh, races of men have a fucking thing because I definitely think white men are more superior and more fucking uh, yeah I feel like they excuse me they have a more superior attitude in terms of they think they're fucking superior so they have a, a fucking and like and I don't mean in a the white race is pure I don't mean that way I mean in a relationship I, I, I genuinely think and that's a problem for a lot of men black and white I feel like a lot of men feel like they're like 
I, I, I see what the you're main saying. person in their fucking relationship. I feel which like is the problem. Asians have the whole fucking thing about the whole fucking thing about Asian daughters and yeah. shit. And I'm like, what the fuck's that about? That's yeah. fucked up. Like, where you think babies come from? Like, come on, son. Like, that's really fucked up. And I'm not even being racist. That's not a stereotype. That's what's been portrayed in fucking Asian made media. They fucking, like, fucking made it very known. That's the same thing with, like, just a bunch of immigrant, um, children of immigrants who are born in America. It's like, oh, they want you to be fucking doctors and fucking, your parents automatically want you to be doctors or, uh, what's that, high paying, oh, lawyer. Definitely one of the high paying basic fucking, um, career paths. Not basic, but you know what I mean. One of the first thought of ones when it comes to money and prestige. And it's, it's, it's fucking crazy because, the, and like I said, that's what they portray, and that's fucking crazy to me. I'm like, why the, why the fuck do they put such emphasis on fucking like, oh, they love their wives, but they fucking get a daughter, they're fucking like, fuck, I wish I had a son. And they take that shit to another level because, yeah, like you know, men in general usually want boys. But like fucking when we get a daughter, we're still like, oh, whatever, we oh, love my daughter. These, the way they be portraying in Asian made media, it's like, oh my God, why were you born a woman? Even the king of the fucking hill, Khan's fucking uh, daughter is named Khan Jr. He still named her after him anyway. It's fucking, it's, it's fucking crazy. Well, yeah, I think sexism is a whole completely separate issue in general. I feel like no matter what race, men will always think that they are the superior person. Right. Like you said. Um, so, yeah, I don't even know if that really connects because niggas gonna be sexist no matter what because for whatever reasons, something's gone back to the beginning of time, men don't see us as people, they see us as women, which is very, very annoying. <laughs> it's crazy to think that someone can look at you like and know because I know that I'm a person like I know I'm a human who experiences the exact same feelings that you do and it's crazy to know that men will look at me as a woman first which is even more because like I'm a feminine woman like I carry myself in a certain way I'm very friendly I wear skirts I'm fun that's true get off me (laughs) so sometimes I know even like I know you are looking at me sometimes as your girlfriend which kills me because it's like bro <laughs> it's me yeah, <laughs> I just feel bro. like a person like I don't feel like a girl I feel like I'm a person who dresses feminine but I'm still a normal person just like you so that's crazy um actually... me, making me what are you gonna say oh no no just uh, it's still off topic so let's go back to that then well, that's why, because I, I, I'm looking, I forgot what the original point of all this was. Well, the original point was when I was basically saying, like, because you were saying, like, I seen the bullet point, I said more respectful relationship. And I was like, mm, I kind of disagree. I feel like every race of men has their own different separate issue, but mostly sexism is the one that basically I was pointing out that oh. all men fucking have a problem with. And like, but yeah, like you said, like it basically taps back to earlier where you would like, you feel like other races of men don't disrespect their women like black men do. That is true. Cause I don't see a lot of, you know, Asian, Hispanic, Latinx or anybody men bad mouthing their women. But at the same time, I don't see them, you know, but literally besides black men trashing black women for being ghetto, which is fucking stupid. 
um, I don't see any like positive influential influential type things out there about it either. Like you know what I mean? Like nothing like stands out like oh all white men do this for all their white wives or white women or shit like that. Nah, there's nothing like out there like that. Bes- right. Besides just our like general knowledge that white men are always gonna choose white men first a majority of the time. Yeah. That most white men prefer white women. Right. Whereas if we don't get the same thing. I feel like. The, but also, I think the yeah. world hates black women, so exactly. it's not even that. Oh, if I go to a white man, it's because he prefers me. That's also not true. Jungle fever. <laughs> and yeah, and you have to be like a specific. Black women are kind of the only race that have to think. I wonder if he likes black girls. Like no one else has to think that. Like you just think mm-hmm. I am attractive. He is attractive. Right. But if I see <laughs> even a black doesn't man, doesn't matter that I'm Puerto Rican. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> even these days i can see a black man and wonder that like i wonder if he likes brown skin girls i wonder you know if he's attracted I'm to selma me hayek. whereas <laughs> selma hayek can walk in and play the love interest of any man and it just makes like sense she's hot exactly. <laughs> no one bats another eye but it's Not like oh a black lead and a white man and she has a robust bosom. <laughs> very, very robust so yeah, that is very troublesome. But yeah, I feel like for those you know white men who do want a black woman, I feel like their respect it might be uh, you know, if you're a black man who wants a black woman, you want respect one though, because y'all still be attracted to us, but y'all be disrespecting us. I'm moving on from that point. Yeah. Um. Most definitely. Hmm. <clears throat> that kind of ties into right. Yeah. That we should go where we are desired since black men desire us the least. That's something I've been so who do you think desires you the about. most? Shut up for a minute. Um, I've been seeing that talked about a lot on the YouTube. So on the new age black women who are you know upgrading and oh, elevating, <laughs> and they're always like, you know, if black men don't want us, why are we clinging on to them? Why are we fighting for them? Why are we in the streets protesting for their lives when they treat us like trash? They would. It's all that. They would it's all just shut up. They would <laughs> jump over us to throw their coat down for a white woman in a heartbeat. Say her name. So it's like, why are we still going so hard for them? So funny. Like, why wouldn't we get to the black woman who got tragically killed by police officers? We <laughs> It's, I don't even know how that started. It's just like, say her name. It's like, did y'all forget? <laughs> exactly. It's like, we, we say all the guys' names, no problem. No, 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 no uh, catchphrases or anything were made up for them. Just like their names, Freddie, Freddie, um, was was Freddie Gray or Brown? Yeah, it's Freddie Gray. For Freddie Gray, we got the fucking first one. Trayvon Martin. Fucking um, who's who's the guy that um, the um, freaking police officer had his fucking um, Mike Brown. What Mike Brown? That's not who you. Mike Brown is the is the the overweight guy from New York, I believe. You're talking about uh, the guy who got shot in New York. 20, That's my You're Brown. talking 2021. Exactly. Kind of get the whole black lives Right. But so it like yeah, you got all of that for all these black men. We just say their names and put their names on the thing. But for her, we just put say her name. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like yeah. I, don't I mean that name. originated from just like headlines being like oh, whatever. Let's just say a uh, New York woman killed in traffic stop like they'll say it like that and it's like no like say her name like this is who that person was like don't that. just smooth it over with some random jane doe like this is a right. person like speak her name i like that so that's what that was about very specific and it's very lovely but yeah um 
But who to answer you, my own question, right, who do you believe <laughs> desires black women the most, if not black men? I feel like it is black men now coming into our 2020s. I mean, I don't even know about the most. I would just say I believe that black women should go where they feel loved and not necessarily clinging to only black men because sometimes that's just not where you need to be. And you prefer which love again, Alexis? I prefer black love. Mm. But if I were in a situation where I was constantly being trashed by black men and constantly being turned down on Twitter every day, maybe? A black bitch. On Twitter every day, maybe? <laughs> What are you saying? I don't get on Twitter. The, the way the way the way you make it seem, you seem you make it seem like you see it on your Instagram feed all the time. Like, oh, people always bad mouth black men always bad mouth black women. Yeah, and I would never date those black men. Uh, okay. Who bad mouth? And that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just basing off of anybody's personal experience. Right. If you are constantly getting bad mouth, getting bashed, getting picked last, getting cheated on for people who don't look like you, go where you are wanted. Like. If a white, and that's only like if you've been turning down other men solely because you want black love. Like, I would never cling to the idea of black love if it wasn't working for me. I would never say, oh no, sorry, uh, sir. <laughs> sorry, white man. I'm waiting for my black king to come through. Right. So, like, if this man is like, I want to take you out, like, just saying all the right things, yeah, I'm going to go for it. Which is why, like, I have a preference for black men, but it is not the rule. <laughs> right. I, I'm open to it. You'd have to be really cute. But maybe if you're great, I can get over that. Yeah, maybe. Pink penises are weird. I don't know. Nah. <laughs> they are pink, aren't they? But yeah, that, that's my overall opinion. Okay. So just in terms of interracial dating, what do you believe you've taken away from this whole, like, chat? For, like, inter- like anything new? Mm-hmm. Anything new on interracial dating you took away from this chat in general? Yeah, I think... I like us diving more into the benefits of it, of like cultures and intermingling in that way about how you can share new information that you wouldn't have if you didn't go out of your uh, race or culture. Right. So that's something I didn't really think about because you were just like, ah, nah, interracial, I'm cool on that. (laughs) that, That's genuinely something I do enjoy about that. Yeah, for sure. I know for me, it's like, you know, I'm not going to even lie. It's like, I'm very regretful that um, I didn't have a chance to have an interracial relationship or just date an interracial uh, female at all. Um, Can't date an interracial person. (laughs) (laughs) Or to date a a woman of a different race. Um, The closest I've ever gotten to it was not even a date. No, no, it wasn't even a date. It was me and a Hobie person back in like 2012, like a year after my Hobie year. Um, she was an Asian American, and you know, I just uh, we went to movies. I can't remember if it was supposed to be a Hobie thing or not, and then just like nobody else showed up but me and her. Because I feel like that's what it was, but at the same time, actually, I don't think it was. I think it was just me and her, and. I definitely liked her. I remember that. And I felt like it was a date, but definitely wasn't great. Um, the only reason I remember it is because I was so embarrassed at the end. Um, but yeah, so that was the closest I even 
got to and that probably wasn't even a date i just can't remember <laughs> correctly or not and yeah it's just like it's crazy because you've told me you told me and i think maybe other people have told me well my family tells me all the time that oh any white woman would be lucky to have you dwight <laughs> as a fucking joke because oh i'm the You're uh, safe white black. sheep of the family, <laughs> if you will. Would you say? You're a safe black. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a safe black. You're as digestible. Put. And as you tell me, like all the time, like I can't believe you haven't dated any white girls. Like, or no, no, you say particularly, you say, I mean specifically, you say, um, you could totally date white girls or something like that. Or what do you usually say? I don't know. Well, you say, say so, why you, do you want to date a white girl? No, that's not what you say. <laughs> you say something along the lines of like, oh, you could totally date a white girl. You could just see yeah, for me, white I, women being yeah, attracted I, I to can me. see. I can more so see you being the type that would only be attracted to white women. So mm-hmm. definitely when you... Because I'm one of those safe you, blacks. Hold on. When you first told me that you had never dated a black never. person. A white person. I mean, person. sorry, a white person. That was definitely a... Surprise. Shocking. Just, be, just because of your personality. I honestly... You didn't really seem like the type that a woman from your area would be attracted to. Mm-hmm. That's what was sure. surprising to me. Because I'm like, well, because I like you, but I'm, you know, reasonable. I'm Alexis. <laughs> so it's surprising that you were like, it was, it's more surprising that you were pulling, you know, ghetto black girls than if you were to have dated a white woman. It was in the area. That's what's in the area. Right, they were in the area, but it's like, that doesn't mean they had to go for you, but they be, this man, Dwight, he was out here, man. Man. And like Dwight is shallow. He doesn't go for ugly girls. <laughs> like that's, Dwight has always done. That's a lot. Has always done. Well, either I feel like you've done well for yourself. I was about to say, I, I have had some uggos in my life. Well, I haven't seen any pictures of them. Anyway, <laughs> everybody's beautiful in their own way. Exactly, and I felt that way when I was with those people. <laughs> So that's definitely 100 <laughs> percent factual. But oh yeah, I've, I've oh yeah, oh yeah, I've been told, I've been told, right. and I didn't see until afterwards, and I was right. like, mm, you know what? Like, was she? <laughs> y'all were, y'all were, y'all were right. <laughs> I'm not even gonna hold myself. How on that happen? Yeah, the way it has a way of finding just the nerdiest black girl in the neighborhood. It's like you and me, girl. Yeah. <laughs> like she's a baddie, but she doesn't know it. Oh <laughs> yeah, I, I did have some good. Get them while they're young. <laughs> Yeah, definitely shallow, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. shallow. But obviously, I was more desperate at times. Um, <laughs> so, with that being said, I think we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up for today's episode. We're coming on a two-hour mark here. Woo. All of that good talk, a little chitty chat, chitty chat, chat, chat. All right, as always, we want to say thank, thank you the to the audience. <laughs> thank you. Next. Thank you so much for sticking <laughs> with us. We're definitely doing more now to grow as a podcast, taking this a little bit more, a lot more, super more seriously, for sure. So expect more wonderful social media posts from our social media guru, Alexis, over here. Oh, yeah. And um, speaking of social media, you'll find that in our email down below, to the left, the right, or above, which wherever the description box is of whatever podcast platform you are using to listen to (laughs) us Dwight and Alexis Alexis and Dwight now Lexi let me ask you this all-time favorite question of mine what is your takeaway for today's episode my takeaway is I'm happy with my black king and (laughs) I want to have black kids (laughs) (laughs) but I am not against interracial dating and I definitely don't give a fuck if anybody else is in an interracial relationship black king 
what is your takeaway, sir? My takeaway for today's episode would definitely be one. I need one hundred percent. Stupid. I need one hundred percent to see a picture of Issa Rae and Spanx immediately. <laughs> and also, too, I would encourage everyone <laughs> to have an open mind and open heart to any love that might find open its way coochie. to your... <laughs> for any love that might find its way to your front doorstep. And if you are a parent, do not be an asshole. <laughs> Just, you know, love is love is love. Mm-hmm. And if it's up, then it's up, then it's up. Then it's up. (laughs) Real nice. All right. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining. Have a great one. Bye.